is trade deadline day in the National Football League. Everybody else is out there making silly deals. Silly deals. Not the Packers. No, not the Packers. There is a distinct difference between the Green Bay Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and everybody else. And it seems like there's only a couple of people actually getting it as we wake up today. As we wake up today. Uh, will the Packers make a deal? Do a silly deal. Yeah, just uh, just to do a silly deal. Just, yeah, why? Yeah. It was the discussion all morning between what should be done for the Packers, what should be done for the Buccaneers. Roquan Smith is on the move as the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. They want to bolster their team. Obviously, other teams that feel that they have a chance to go for it are going for it. Meanwhile, the Green Bay Packers covering that gold like grim death. They're going to hang on to that because, you know, every draft choice they've ever taken is perfect. Uh, I think it's a very clear indicator and a very loud message that, yeah, we don't believe in you. It's not about we're pretty good with our room. No, you're not. It's we don't believe in you. You're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. Um, I woke up and, and I started thinking about this today, and I thought, okay, you know, maybe today's the day. And I thought to myself, why? Why would today be any different? Packers should have done something two weeks ago if they were going to do something. You are paying Jair Alexander as the top corner in the league, one of the top corners in the league, and yet you won't let him play man coverage. It's, it's, it's philosophically just stupid. Okay. You're paying uh, Aaron Rodgers $50 million a year. Not going to get any help. And oh, by the way, you only got a couple of years left. But let's build for the future. We don't want to give up the future. When you paid him $50 million a year to come back, you were all in. In the now, not the future. And I, I, I've i been preaching. The, the difference between some of these other teams that they talk about, well, you know, they're going for it, but they're not giving up their future. They've got young quarterbacks. They've got this. They've got – and they're all right. I'm not saying that they're wrong. They're all right. The difference is you have got Rodgers for a year or two. You're in the here and the now. You There is no tomorrow when it comes to this football team. You went all in. Didn't you? You went all in. Otherwise, just let them go. Just start the Jordan Love era, start stockpiling the draft picks, and, and legitimately build for the future. That is understandable. But this, well, we're going to make calls and kick tires, but we're never going to make a deal. We're never going to do anything. We're never going to be substantive. No. I get it that, you know, to a certain extent, hands are tied. You know, Rodgers has to own as much of this as he can. And this whole thing about, you know, 
being smarter than the average bear, I guess. Uh, and there's some comments that he's made, and I find very interesting, where he talks about managing a football game and such. Um, that is a very loud statement. In other words, you're paying me $50 million to be a game manager? Right. Then again, had he not waffled and taken his sweet time in coming back knowing Devontae wanted a deal, and that was his guy, he doesn't find himself in this predicament. He could have called Devontae at any point in time and said, hey, I'm coming back. I'm going to play at least three years. Uh, this, is what I, this is what my goal is. Let's do this together. Let's make this run. Devontae probably would have come back. But where you're at now, nah. This is all a mass doing of obstinance and stupidity. So uh, while we're sitting here today, five hours, less than five hours away now, four hours and 53 minutes from uh, from the trade deadline, I, I got to think I would be at this point semi-shocked, and I don't get shocked over a lot of stuff, but I would be kind of shocked if if the Packers made any kind of substantial move. I just I, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I know I woke up today with a lot of different tweets and scenarios and and emails and people saying, "Hey, what about this? And could we move this?" And I, and and I appreciate it, man. I I I love hearing from everybody. I really do. But no. And I hate to be the bucket of cold water, but I don't think the Packers are going to do anything. Especially after Matt LaFleur's comments. where he And he's sending a message to throw the word silly in there. He is sending a message. Here's what he had to say about the Packers possibly making a trade. Yeah, we've been having those conversations for weeks now. And it, it, it really comes down to, to opportunity. If the right opportunity presents itself, I know that Goody's all on board of, of trying to upgrade our roster. You're always trying to do that. But um, we're not going to just do a silly deal. We're not going to do a silly deal. I, I, what is a silly deal? That would have been my next question. That would have been the follow-up question. Matt, what's a silly deal? Because you're sending I don't know a what message. That means. Right. You're sending a message. We're not doing a silly deal. We're not going to be silly like these other teams. We're not doing a silly deal. Not going to do it. Now, remember, I think the rumor was Chase Claypool for a second. As opposed to Josh Jackson, who was your second round draft choice. Josh Jones, second-round draft choice. Kevin King was a second-round draft choice, too, by the way. Jason Spriggs, second-round draft choice. Quentin Rollins, second-round draft choice. Should I keep going? The last time you really crushed it out of the park with a second-round draft choice was 2014. That was Devontae Adams. And if you get a quality wide receiver that you would end up paying anyway because otherwise you're completely a lying organization, you were going to pay Devontae, right? So what's the big deal if you get Chase Claypool, a guy like that, on the second year of his deal or with a, another year to go, and then you pay him down the road, what's the big deal? 
Does you know? So then, Christian Watson really does develop. Romeo Dobbs really does develop, and suddenly you've got three really good wide receivers. What's the downside in that? Where's the silliness there? I I just I I. In other words, other teams are doing silly deals. They're going for it. They believe their rosters are pretty good. They're trying to bolster their weaknesses and give their either defense something to work with or their quarterback something to work with, but yet the Packers won't make a silly deal. That is the epitome. That is the epitome of the arrogance of this organization. Oh, that's beneath us. We that we won't do that. Well, then you know what? You better hit on every effing draft choice, which you have not done. You have not done. So hang on to those draft choices. Here come the 80s. You're staring right down the barrel of it, and you just don't want to do anything because you're going to hang on to the future. I, I, I find it unconscionable at this point. 877-867-1670. Good day to you. Ben Kenny, how you doing today? You got rained out last night, man. Yeah, uh, I'm doing fine. It's, it's an okay morning. Can't say it's great. Can't say it's poor. Um, I look forward to days like this, the deadline. From my point of view, it's fun. You know, we're monitoring things, looking for news to break. But, yes, yeah. my expectations are with you. They are quite low for what they're going to do. And we had the discussion this morning, like, is it worth making a move for the sake of making a move? The old baseball brewers argument to provide a boost to the locker room. I think if you are going to, I think it does two things. One, it does the boost to the locker room. But I think if you make a move that can legitimately make you better, what's wrong with that? You know? that That's my question. If the move makes you better, then what's wrong with that? And if the move can make you better for more than a year, then that's beneficial. It's not like you're renting a player for three months or two months. Some of these guys we're talking about, you know, they have substantial either money and or contracts and or they've got another year to go. So you've got time to see what you've got and work it out, whether it's get even better next year if you're going to reload for Aaron Rodgers in year two of this three-year deal. Or then you've got a guy that still has another year on his contract and you can then trade away for that second-round draft choice again. What downside is there? Yeah. It's funny, that's the same thing the Brewers think, you know? Need a player with years of team control, get him in the building cheap, keep him right. for a couple, three, four years. That's what they go for at the deadline. Yep. Now I'm with you, and the, and the difference is they're there. Those players are there, and, I, you know, this whole thing about, well, we've been talking for weeks. About what? What have you been talking about? I you know about how you can't you 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 can't allow the highest paid defensive back in the league to play one on one. About how you're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna make a trade to better your team, but you're gonna hang on to an inept defensive coordinator like Grim Death. Is that what you're discussing? How your offense looks pathetic and predictable, and everybody's now saying it. 
about how your defense, which was supposed to be so staunch and better in the trenches, is one of the worst against the run? About how your ineptitude and your obstinance basically said, no, we're not going to run the football until you didn't have any receivers left. Then you discovered you had a run game when we've all been screaming it for a long time. Is, is that what you've been discussing? Or you've been pulling each other by the waist trying to get your head out of your asses? 877-867-1670. Give us a shout if you choose to do so. You can hit us up on the Bud Light live stream as well. 877-867-1670. Find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. You can find us on YouTube as well. And uh, track us down over there. You can subscribe absolutely free on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Give us a shout there. And subscribe. It's for, Like I said, it's free. And we'll pop up every morning or whenever we go on the air. And you get some good stuff there. So find us. We certainly appreciate it. That's just my opinion. I... I when I I was out relatively calm yesterday until I heard Matt Lafleur's presser, and that was clearly sending a message. Clearly sending a message. In other words, yeah, the Rams were silly last year when they picked up a couple of players. That Von Miller deal didn't work out for us. Oh, that was silly. OBJ was silly. That's just silly. That's silly. Yeah, they're sitting there with a ring as big as your freaking head. And what are you doing? <laughs> you're you're calling pathetic offenses, really not creative in any sense of the sense or, or shape or form. And basically, you're kind of looking foolish because it's been proven that between the brain trust of Nathaniel Hackett and Luke Getze, you can't do it on your own anymore. Anything else you'd like to discuss that's silly? More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The previous question, you had said that you and Goody have been talking a long time about the trade deadline, things to do. Are you open to being sellers if that if the right situation comes? Or are you, as a tight coach, I know there's a lot of season left here, not, not out of it any stretch, but if a good deal comes around, are you okay with that? I hope not. But, you know, you just, you never know. I got more. Oh, I got more. It's, it's well, like timing is everything sometimes in this business. I just get done discussing the trade, why you do it, the, the, you know, the, 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 what, what am I trying? What is the word I'm trying to grope for here? The urgency of the moment, I guess, because you are, on the final few years of a quarterback with the ability to get you to a Super Bowl, with a coach that seems at times almost clueless, with all the different things lacking, and no more than I said it, the Packers put out they are going to induct Jordy Nelson and Josh Sitton at the 52nd Hall of Fame banquet. Look over here. Jordy's coming back. Look. Well, unless he's coming back to catch passes, now's not the time. Now, if that's your big news today, you are exactly, exactly what we've been proclaiming for years. The corporate PR machine, and you're not going to do anything to really get that much better. You're just churning it out. Keep those season ticket holders happy. Wow. 
And then, of course, it's immediately retreated by, retreated by the mouthpieces. Oh, oh look, Jordy's, co- Jordy's coming. Oh, my yes! God. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, somebody run quick. Give me a change of pants. Oh, my God. Him and Josh Sidner coming back. Oh, my good Lord. This is a banner day. Bring me something stretchy. I need it. Something that preferably doesn't have a belt. Oh, my God. My pants are swelling underneath. It's just incredible. Oh, it's a great day at Packer fandom. Yay. Not to say they don't deserve the honor. It's just odd that it comes out today, isn't it? We're not going to make a silly trade. But guess what? Jordy's coming back. Yeah. We're going to relive the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. Oh, all is right with the kingdom. This is awesome. I can't wait for snow to go down to Sledding Hill. Crap. Just get me a big rubber disc. I'm going down on it. Just sliding down that hill. Going to pass by Hinterland. I might get a pizza on my way out. What? We got to displace all the season ticket holders in the parking lot? We're going to build something because the players are cold when they get to Lambeau. Put it underground. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is just, I, I, there I went again. Oh, my God. Jordy's coming back. Jordy's coming back, and he's coming back with Josh Sitton. Oh, my God. Twice in a day. Twice in a day. (laughs) Why in the world did I ever get married? It's incredible. There you go. There you go. That's the big news of the day out of Green Bay. Uh, Trade deadline day, but Jordy and Josh are coming back. Who's next? Bakhtiari? Right? Right? We're going to get an update on Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari's swelling went down. Well, I heard Jordy was coming back and my swelling went up. Woo! Oh, my God. You know what we should do? This is what we should do. Uh, We should all get a watch party together, like on a Thursday night. All right? We get a watch party together. And what I'll do is I'll go back and dig up some old games from, say, 81, 82, 83. And we'll sit down and watch them. I think we should do this. And it's kind of like, you know... If you're going to go, like, with the dogs and you're going to do the Iditarod, you begin training in northern climates for the Iditarod. What we should do is begin training for the 80s to return. And I'm not talking about me sitting there in a Miami Vice, you know, Sonny Crockett uh, pink shirt with a white jacket. Uh, or maybe dancing to the Go-Go's or something like that. Or, you know, putting a bandana on and singing Born in the USA with Bruce Springsteen. Uh, I'm talking about watching really bad football. Inept, poor organizational football. So, Steve, it's not hatred. That's just that's just it. It's not hatred for the Packers because I love the Packers. I grew up a Packers fan, believe it or not. Uh, and I've told this before. Uh, my mom and dad, my, my mom and dad were huge Bart Starr fans. So whenever we got a Packers game on in uh, at, when I grew up as a kid, in Ohio. I mean, it was must-see TV. My dad grew up a huge Lombardi fan, a huge Bart Starr fan. 
And one of the highlights of my life was to get my dad to meet Bart Starr. I, I mean, it was and will always be one of the best things that I've ever done as a kid, as a, as a son. My dad was so proud. He got his picture taken on the field with Bart, and it was just such a cool moment. And I'll never forget my first day walking into Lambeau Field, Bob Harlan taking me out to the stands and kind of sitting there and listening. Nobody's there. You just listen in the stands, just sit in the bleachers, and you just realize the greatness that has walked across that field, all the incredible moments, the fan base, how truly fanatical they are, how supportive they are. You think about it as a fan, right? And then when you see it, it's kind of like a train coming down the tracks. You can see it. It's coming. Here it is. It is about to punch you in the face. And you have the ability, for a short period of time even, to move that light backwards, to avoid that collision. And you don't do it, it angers me. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I understand that. I get it. I've been around the business a long, long, long time. Since 1992, I've been doing sports talk radio. Okay? In one facet or another. I've studied a lot of good. I've studied a lot of bad. Believe me, <laughs> I covered the Bengals for years. I went through Kajana Carter falling off of a treadmill to tear his knee up for the second time as his first-round draft choice. So David Klingler, Achilles Smith, I can go through the whole list of these guys. Big Daddy Dan Wilkinson punching his pregnant girlfriend in the gut with a telephone. I mean, I can go through the whole list of just bad that I've seen. And... I have always thought that this organization just does it and does it right because they want to win and want to win consistently. Not just to get to the postseason, just to snowball their fan base, but because it's about winning championships. That's what it's always been. And to have two Super Bowls, three appearances in 30-plus years, and to have the talent sitting there, and you just don't do the extra thing to put you over the top, to really give everybody in that locker room the confidence to say, you know what, everybody believes in this team. We believe in this team. Not to sit there every day and wake up with one eye raised and go, I've got a question mark over there, because you know you're only as good as your weakest link. When you look at it that way and you see teams around you moving with the times, saying, you know what, the trade deadline used to mean nothing. Now it means something for teams that want to go for it, for teams that believe, for teams that are going to take a shot. And to just sit there year after year after year and say, this is available, that's available, whether through obstinance or ignorance. Nothing. You started this season on paper with a defense that you thought was upgraded from where it was last year, and we all thought, you know, this thing could end up being top 10, top 5, right? Right? I mean, are, are, are we making this up, right? And you lost your number one offensive weapon, and you thought, well, you know what? You pick up a couple of guys, make a couple of receptions, work with what you got. You got a good tandem in the run game. Your offensive line, for the most part, you thought was pretty good. One of the best pass-blocking offensive lines in the league for years and years and years. And you're sitting here going, we've got this machine. We spent all this money on special teams just for a coach, for God's sakes. 
And all you got to do is just say, guys, we believe. Let's get this thing straight. Let's creep in as a wild card. We've won a Super Bowl as a wild card. Let's just get hot at the right time. Right now, it looks terrible. What's in the past is past. But let's build on something. Let's move forward. Let's let's beat Detroit, get another win, and start to gain some confidence. And then maybe whoever it is we get can become more and more and more acclimated over the next two weeks to get you ready for the Dallas Cowboys. Because I'll tell you this, one thing we don't want as an organization is to have Mike McCarthy and everything that happened on the way out the door and the bad blood and the ugliness. The one thing we don't want to do is not only lose another game, but lose in dramatic, ugly fashion to a guy that, while he did bring us a championship, also it was a very ugly departure on both sides. You don't want that guy to come in and kick your ass and humiliate you. You know why? Because not only is he doing it to your to your front office and to your team, but he's doing it to your fan base. So you have this passion, you have this anxiety as a fan. I want to see them get better. I want to. I don't want to see them waste the last couple of years, Aaron Rodgers. Otherwise, why did you bring him back? Why did you waste the money? You know, it it, it just it doesn't make sense. It's like looking at a Corvette going, boy, that's a beautiful car. I really like that. And then they say, well, you know, for an extra 20000 you can go from a four-cylinder up to an eight-cylinder in an LS engine. Nah, just give me that the way it is. I, it looks good. Yeah, people are going to look at that car. That, that's a nice car. It's never going to run as fast as the other Corvettes, and I'm never going to get around the track as fast as everybody else, and I'm certainly never going to win a great race with that. But everybody will look at it and think it's really cool even though we all know <laughs> under the hood it sucks, right? Okay. You don't want to upgrade? Nah, we're good. You sure you don't want to upgrade? No, we're good. No. We'll just, we like that, but that's all we're going to do. Okay, good. That's it. That's what they did. That's what they did. Okay, I'll get to the phone calls when we come back, I promise you. I just, I, I needed, I woke up today in a really good mood, and then just as the day has gone on and the more I hear and, it's just, I, I'm, I'm just pissed. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.